We're back again with another episode of Bible Talks where we're talking about dating and relationship. And Casey, what the heck is up with dating and courtship? Does the Bible say anything about this? Which one should we do? What's more biblical? Yep. That's a good question. Again, this is such a hard series to do because the Bible doesn't talk a lot about it um, or any. Um, So uh, in the Christian world, the Western Christian world, um, you will hear the idea of courtship or dating, and there's kind of like this debate between the two and which one you should do and what the difference is. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I know like in you know, I'm I'm not old by any means, but I'm a little bit older than probably the audience listening to this. Mm-hmm. And so my generation, um, we talked. Um, there was a lot of there was a lot of talk about this whole idea of courtship in the yeah. church. Um, probably even even your generation, Shelley, because right. um, we're we're really five years apart. We're like real close, yeah. yeah. Um, but when I talk to young people now, it's like they don't even know what courting is, and mm-hmm. all they talk about is dating. And right. so. There was that I kissed dating goodbye book. Yes, that's yeah. probably what it was. Yeah, I kissed Started dating the, goodbye. Talked the courtship about, thing. Yeah, I think it did. Um, I don't even think that guy's following the Lord anymore. No, I he's think not. There's a whole thing. Yeah, that's um, that's a bummer. So uh, anyway, but I think his idea was 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 pretty cool. Um, so so here's the thing: courtship and dating. Um, oh man, how do I? We're going to talk about this predominantly in our. Uh, uh, one of the episodes coming up, but I, I want to tease out this idea, just or not even tease out. I just want to bring out this idea. Yeah. Um, relationships, uh, in are meant to be done in the context. Romantic relationships are meant to be done in the context of covenant. Mm. Um, covenant provides a safety net in which to fall in love. Mm. Okay, because right. covenant means I'm never going to leave you. And that's really good. Um, it's it's. So that's why there's no difference, like 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 with when in the Bible where you kind of go from single to married, single mm-hmm. to betrothed, single, betrothed. Well, you were considered married at that point, yeah, right. And so the idea was there's safety and there's covenant there, and 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 so you can give yourself fully to somebody. The problem with dating is you want the benefits of covenant without the responsibility and commitment of mm-hmm. covenant. Without the covering and the safety net of covering, or the safety net of covenant, and so that's, it, it gets a little squirrely because we're trying to do covenant-like things mm-hmm. without covenant. Yeah. Okay. So that's what makes dating. I'm convinced that's what makes dating as a Christian so hard to navigate. Okay, because dating is let me get to know a person. Let me see if my heart falls for that person, and then let's see if that person falls for me, and then let's just see where this goes, and maybe it will lead to something, maybe it won't. Um, and so, uh, and courting, I think, is a little bit more intentional. And so let me break down the difference between dating and courting, right. which ones I think you should do. I think both can be viable, given the definitions that I'm getting ready to give, okay? Great. Um, so... When I think, um, and I'm actually, uh, I'm going to pull on, uh, Mark Driscoll um, actually mentioned this in a, a sermon on the difference between dating and courting. It was really impactful to me because I think it was really helpful. Mm. He, um, he talked about the idea that um, as a Christian, regardless of which one you're doing, you're doing with intention, right? Mm-hmm. The goal is marriage. We talked about that in an early episode, yeah. right? That, that's what we're moving towards. Um, but courting is typically the thing that you would do if you're younger, 
Mm. And the idea is, um, and this is according to him, right? Because again, the Bible doesn't really say anything about it, so we're kind of left to our own devices. But the idea is when I'm courting somebody, um, I am uh, very clear with my intentions to begin with, right? Right. And so I'm I'm 20 years old, 21 years old, and I'm saying, hey, I am, I I am I want to pursue marriage, right? Even if that's you know a couple of years down the line, I, this is I'm not in this for no reason. I'm not in this just because I want to see mm-hmm. where it goes, because I want to have fun, because I want the benefits of covenant without the the covering and responsibility. Mm-hmm. I'm actually in this because I feel like the Lord is in this. Right. Um, and then, uh. So it's 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 for the person who's going with with very clear upfront intention, and then I think it's um, and the thing that he said I thought was really powerful. He said um, when you're when you're courting, it's almost like you're dating the girl's family, mm. right? And you're going mm-hmm. out of your way to um, kind of pursue the woman as a man. You're kind of going out of your way to pursue the woman in her environment, right? Um, and, and in her context. And, and so you're getting to know not just her, you're getting to know her family. Mm. You're getting to know her friends. You're getting to know her church. You're getting to know her environment. Right. And you are, you know, uh, you're leaving, so to speak, to go and, and, and seek her there in the same way that like Isaac did that um, with Rebecca, mm-hmm. right? And, and so when, if you're, if you're kind of thinking, okay, well, am I courting? I think you're going, am I doing this with with very clear intention up front, I think you go, um, I am not just pursuing uh, the, the woman or the person, I am pursuing their family. Because when you get married, one of the things you'll realize is you didn't just marry a person, you married a family. Right. Right. You married all this function, you married all the blessing. Right. right. You get it all. Um, and so you are um, really intentionally getting to know family. And then I would say you're doing it with clear accountability. Mm-hmm. Um, you have um, some level of oversight um, in that relationship. And I don't think that should just be for when you're young, but I, I think it's especially important when you're young, mm-hmm. um, that you have, um, whether it's a uh, godly mom and dad, whether it's, um, spiritual, uh, you know, sp- you know, spiritual leaders in your life that doesn't have to be your pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell people all the time, I may be your pastor, but I'm not your spiritual authority, right? Like there are very few people that I'd be like, super invested in their life that they should like come to me for everything. Yeah. Um, but everybody should have somebody like that. Right. And so maybe it's a house church leader, maybe it's another pastor, maybe it's, you know, um, just a, a mentor, mentor. Mm-hmm. Um, that you grew up with, right. Somebody who's like speaking into that and making sure that you guys are doing things, um, uh, in a godly manner. And right. so when I say godly manner, I mean like the Lord's way, like we're not sleeping around, we're not in compromise, we're keeping our hearts pure before the Lord. We're, you know, doing everything to glorify God, right? Like mm-hmm. we're kind of on the straight and narrow. And so I think those three things kind of are identifiers for you're actually in a courting relationship. And you don't have to call it courting, call right. it dating. That's cool. Right. right. My wife and I dated, but we really courted. Right. right? And I just I just say we dated. Right? right. But we had very clear intentions at the very beginning, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that wasn't a commitment, but very clear state clearly stated intentions, right? We're in this because we really think we're supposed to get married. Um, uh, and then we have, we had clear cut accountability, um, people speaking life, pouring life, keeping us on the straight and narrow, not just keeping us from doing something bad, but also doing everything they could to ensure that we're setting ourselves up for success down the line. Um, and then, uh, gosh, what was my third, that was my third point. What was my second point? Clear cut intentions, 
Oh, dating the family. Dating right. the family. Yeah, according, yeah. according, you're getting to know um, the family, and you're doing a really good job of. Um, I'll use I'll use I'll use my relationship as an example. My marriage as an example. When we were dating, um, I spent a lot of time getting to know her dad and her mom. Mm-hmm. And I think as a man, that's really important in particular because she's going from I am under my dad's roof and my dad's authority to I'm going under somebody else's. And if if you're the dad in that situation, you want to make sure that your daughter is marrying somebody who's going to love her like Jesus loves her, mm-hmm. that has proven himself to be trustworthy, that that he can be that he can sign off on it. Um with with good and clear confidence and conscience, right. right? Knowing that this is this is good, and he can't do that if he doesn't get to know you. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's really important, especially for the young men who are who are um, trying to pursue um, being in a marriage, you know, being in a dating relationship, courtship. I think it's really important that he goes and pursues um, the the parents, whether or not they're Christians. Yeah. Right, I stand. I, I stand by. I, I think he just needs to go and, and get to know and do his best to be um, uh, to get to know the family. So right. that to me is courting. Courting. I think courting works. Those three indicators best suited when you're younger, mm-hmm. when you're maybe living at home, when you are in your early twenties, right? But then you have this other environment. This is what Driscoll talked about that I thought was really helpful. Now he said a lot of things that are, I think, unhelpful too. Just for the record, but <laughs> this particular thing I think is really helpful. Yeah. Because here's what he said: He goes, but then you have this other crew of people who they're 30 and single, and they get into a relationship. Yep. Right. <laughs> and and they're they're in a different stage of life, different level of maturity. Right. Maybe their parents aren't even alive. Right. Maybe. Mm, yeah. I mean, there's just a whole other realm. A whole, it's just a whole other arena to play in. Right. And I think that's really when dating comes into play, and that's what he would say. Mm-hmm. So courtship typically becomes, you know, it's, it's more helpful for young people because there's a little bit more um, guide rails in it. And then dating is for those who are perhaps out of that young person season, whatever that is, mm-hmm. right? And they are full-fledged grown-ups. They are adults <laughs> making their own decisions. They are living on their own. They are doing their life. And... um they then are probably fall into the dating category because you're maybe not um, pursuing the, the the family of the other person as much. Maybe you are, um, uh, Lord help me. Uh, maybe there's less people pouring into your, you know, or, or shaping that relationship and the dating, you know, the dating realm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's probably still healthy to have that, right. but I, I don't think it's. I think if we're talking about what's the difference between courting and dating, I think those are probably the difference. That would be the 30-year-old woman who lives on her own, a 30-year-old man who lives on his own, and they um, strike up a good conversation, and they start mm-hmm. going out to coffee, mm-hmm. and they're pursuing each other, and they are kind of doing what the world would call dating, but they're making sure that their character is is their godly character is still up front and center. Right. Um, and they're obviously, they probably still have the same intentions, but it's just, it's just a different ballgame because they're a little bit older. Right. And so... Um, that's what I think of. And so we're talking gatekeepers specifically. Mm-hmm. I think most gatekeepers fall under the category of courtship. I'm not saying they have to go around saying, we're courting. That's <laughs> cool. I'd call dating, right? But those parameters of I need to have um, older godly people pouring into me and my relationship, checking in on us, making sure that we're not doing this thing and going solo. Right. Making sure that any red flags are, are there 
they can they can throw the yellow flag, they can throw the red flag when they need to, because we're 20 years old and we don't know what the heck we're doing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, pursuing the family, I think, is super super important. Yeah. Um, and then uh, making sure. Oh God, I can't. I can't remember that. I'm, ah, I'm literally. I have those three <laughs> family, thoughts. And I can't, family, accountability, and it was good. Somebody rewind the podcast. Oh my gosh! I was following you, I've family. Been time. Whatever the other one was, I think you should do it. <laughs> That's right. Oh, clear intentions. Clear intentions. Yeah, having Start clear. There the we scene. go. Lord help me. <laughs> having clear cut intentions from the beginning. That's um, number one. That's number one, right? Yes. And so I think here's how courtship plays out. Let's like do scenario, right? We have Joe and Phyllis. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Phyllis and is twenty. Phyllis, Phyllis is clearly twenty. I know a lot 20. of twenty-year-olds named Phyllis. <laughs> and Joe. We have Mordecai and Phyllis. <laughs> Two young birds in love. <laughs> so okay, so we have Joe. Uh huh. Joe's 20 years old. Phyllis is 20, call her 21, right? And she's older. They, she's, she's, she's an older woman. And, <laughs> and they, uh, they, you know, maybe they go to the same church together. Maybe they met at camp. Or maybe they, you know, whatever. They, they've gotten to know each other. Mm-hmm. And they're both clearly interested. They've both clearly, there's been some kind of spark, some kind of attraction, some kind of, oh, this is nice. This is different. Mm-hmm. And they begin to pray and go, okay, Lord, is this... Do I have the green flag to pursue this? Is this you? I kind of feel like this is you. Maybe they go to their spiritual leaders and, you know, parents, right? And they go, hey, do you even think I'm ready for this? Like, because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of thinking about pursuing this person. Do you think I have the, you know, my mentally stable, was that, what did I say? Emotionally stable, mentally sound, sound, financially responsible, content in God and spiritually consistent. Like, you know, hey, do I have these things in my life? Yeah. And that person, and, and those people are like, yes, right? And so maybe you feel like it's the Lord, may not be 100%, but you feel like it's the Lord. You have enough clarity to move forward. And then you guys start to, you know, Phyllis and Joe, they start to date, or court, rather. Mm-hmm. Joe's going to be over at Phyllis's house getting to know her family. Yep. It's a single mom, getting to know single mom, helping out, hanging out, doing stuff around the house, mm-hmm. right? Just becoming part of the family. Um, if it's, you know, you know, mom and dad, you know, getting to know the dad, too, you know, really just showing himself and showing his true colors. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing to hide. Nothing to hide, yep. right? They are... Going to you know maybe their pastor their their leaders just people really trusted older people who love the Lord and love them mm-hmm. um, and they're keeping everything before them going hey you know these this is maybe the areas that we've been slipping up at these are the areas that we feel like are are a point of contention um, and those people are able to speak life and keep Jesus in front of them because it's mm-hmm. easy to get Jesus out of the way once that once you fall in love mm-hmm. and then you move towards you know then you move towards marriage. Yeah. Right. I think that's kind of the way courtship. And I think dating is just a looser version of that, maybe when you're a little bit older. Right. What if Joe and Phyllis were twenty three and twenty four? Would you give them the same they Based might be on, out of college? That's such a weird transitional age. But right. yeah, twenty three, twenty four, I would say because the Bible doesn't have an age yeah. right behind this. Again, unfortunately we're shooting from the hip, mm-hmm. shooting in the dark. Mm-hmm. I would say if 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 Joe and Phyllis are twenty three and twenty four, I would say where do they live? Yeah. That's an important factor. I think if they live at home, it still applies. I think if they live on their own, I think maybe they transition to that, you know, m- maybe dating arena, mm-hmm. right? Which again is not so much different. It's just it's just maybe less 
a little looser. Uh, a little, it's probably a little looser than than courtship. Yeah, but I think if you're a Christian, you just probably still clear. You you're know, still doing intentional dating. Right, I feel you're still like. having accountability. You're still. You should want to know their family, but yeah, it, it's just a maybe a little less intense version. But you should be able to make those decisions of we're going to stay pure and we're going to have yes. boundaries like on your own, maybe with a little less accountability. Yeah. Yeah. So. You need accountability, but either way at that point, you know, Lord willing, you're, you're 23, 24, you're a bit more grown. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully you're not the same person that you were at 18. Now yes. that's probably a whole nother episode <laughs> content right worms. there. Write that down. Yep. Courtship dating. That's what I think the difference is. Nice. Anything else? Um, I think courtship may have a weird connotation to me because I think there's a lot, some, in some arena, in arenas, it's been a little more religious. Like you can't ever be alone is what I've oh, heard. Oh yeah. I've heard have you heard of yeah, that? Yeah. Like you only have to do group dates. Like I've heard a lot of interesting, like kind of religious weird things. Weird, yeah. Weird yeah. stuff. So I guess what you're saying, I love your definition of courtship. But I would probably call it intentional dating, honestly, just because I have a weird, with the kissing, dating, goodbye book. Yeah, fair enough. It's in that same realm. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. When people start putting up rules like that, I Mm -hmm. think one of the things that's really important is to know that those rules aren't in the Bible. Yep. Right? Like those, the Bible doesn't say, when thou go on a date, (laughs) thou may not do anything other than thy holding thy hand. (laughs) Right. I stay together, <laughs> right, in groups of no more than six. Be back at eight. But there I am in their midst. Right? I didn't say <laughs> that, right? Like, it's just, it's, it's, you're single or you're married. And so because of that, mm-hmm. um, every rule that people give based around things, none of them are, are going to be straight from the Bible, I think. Um, so if someone's like, you, you have to go on group dates, my little rebellious self, I'd be like, show me down the Bible, dude. Like, mm-hmm. That's not the Bible. Jesus is not angry at me if I go on a date. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. There's going to be an issue though if we're sleeping together in 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 you know mm-hmm. you know in the parking lot right or whatever. And, yeah. right? Like if we're if we're you know so like there's what religion tends to do is go in light of not violating this rule, we're going to add six layers of rules right. as a buffer to make sure you never violate the one rule. Right. And that's how you get that's how you get cults. That's how you get religious. That's how you get mm-hmm. just and, and we don't want to do that. Right. Right. I think we just deal with things wisely. You, I don't know anybody who thinks it's probably a good idea to snuggle on the couch at midnight in a house by yourself with your significant other as a Christian. <laughs> right. Right. I'm not saying that Jesus says that's wrong. Right. I'm saying that's probably, probably dangerous. Not, not wise. Yep. Right. And so I think um, when you are maybe a little bit older, you probably have more awareness of of where your weak points are and can probably figure out how to set those boundaries a little bit more for yourself. Mm-hmm. Dating realm. Right. Right. I think when you're younger, you are very optimistic and maybe you don't know how, you don't really have the capability of doing those things. And so you might need some people speaking in in your life to Mm -hmm. help you do those things. And so I'd put that in the category of courtship or as you so candidly said, intentional dating, though I think both are intentional. Right. right? If we're Christians, we're Christians are basically called to do everything intentionally. Correct. I love that. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's great. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed that conversation and that you were ministered to. Please remember to follow us and to leave a good rating on your preferred streaming platform. And if you want to learn more about Gatekeepers, visit gatecityatl.com gatekeepers. See you in the next episode.